everyone how's it going welcome to another episode of the sq podcast the best damn sports and movie podcast in the world i'm your host steve sales special guest today alex heitman hello hello and joe DeSena. hey there what's up all right so i didn't know how you guys wanted to do this uh i know joe said he's got all the episodes pulled up but i don't know frankly if i have the uh, uh i i wasn't planning on like going over every single episode i just meant you know yeah, I don't think I was going to be able to do that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I just meant like talking about the highlights from yeah, okay, um, the, from the from the show. Yeah, yeah. All right. So first, I guess I figured we just like quickly give like our, our brief overview of like how we thought the whole thing was just in general. So Joe, I figured we could start with you. Give me your thoughts yeah. on uh, WandaVision. Uh, I was a big fan from about from from episode one all the way up until episode six or seven. Um, after that, they started doing a bit more of like, it felt more like mainstream Marvel movies, which it's it's a Marvel TV show. So, you know, I don't know what I was expecting, but I, I a lot of people I feel like are disappointed with how it ended or with what they did. But I was I was very happy with how it came out there. It was not a um, it was not a bad ending to me. Um this uh one division actually made me care about vision like when he died in infinity oh i guess i should say spoiler i, I mean it's, it's kind of implied that like if there's a whole episode talking about wandavision i would hope that my listeners have the intelligence to recognize that uh there's gonna be some spoilers but maybe i, yeah. I am marketing myself to the wrong audience i don't know well i, I guess Sorry, I continue continue Joe, yeah anyways um I I did not really care when Vision died in Infinity War. It, it was just you know he was he had shown up in one or two movies and didn't really make an impact. But after seeing this version of uh, Vision, I I became very attached to him. Even though I knew he was not gonna, I just knew he wasn't gonna survive. All right, Alex, what do you think overall the series? Um. I I liked the show probably like kind of similar to Joe where I really liked the beginning of it. It felt very unique compared to other Marvel shows and just like shows in general where it kind of went through the like decades. It, it felt very unique. It felt it, it was cool. So I enjoyed it. And then I felt like, right, as Joe said, kind of as the episodes went on, they just became more like formulaic Marvel. And um, I feel like, uh, in my opinion, there wasn't enough, like, build-up or, like, kind of introduction for certain characters. Like, at least for me, Agnes kind of, like, kind of came out of nowhere. I don't know if I just wasn't a good watcher or if, you know, she did just come out of left field. But overall, I mean, I, I enjoyed the show. And as Joe said, it... it um, I got like a whole new viewpoint on vision and I, I did like that as well as Wanda. I didn't really care about her in uh, any of the Avengers movies either, but I mean, you, you get an attachment to them. So it's cool to get some more like stuff on the, I guess not background characters, but you know, the back, the characters that are like in the background in the main movies that no one really cares about that much. So I, I liked it though. All right. Thanks. Um, yeah. So I guess I'll, I'll do my quick, uh, little thing here so i 
it probably took me a few more episodes to get into it than it sounds like you guys did. Like I liked the first two episodes, but I definitely like I said I liked them with the context of like I'm sure these will look better in the context of the whole season. And I think that panned out. I think once you knew with hindsight, like everything that was going on and like how she was affecting things, like I think they look like they look good, but like I still was waiting for more. And then I would say probably about like the middle 75% of the season, I actually like really, really liked. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I got to say, I really just did not care for the ending all that much. Uh, And and we can talk about that more, but there was just a lot about it that I I just, I don't know. It it tied things up a little too nicely uh, considering where they had been for like an episode or two, I thought. Um, and it, it, interestingly enough, I actually, I'm going to pivot from what you guys said a little bit. I, I had already liked vision. Uh, maybe that's just cause I like Paul Bettany too much. It's possible, but, um, I actually, I really liked Wanda and her journey. It, like it made me, mm-hmm. I guess like, obviously the goal was to give us a better connection with her because she had, you know, some relatively limited screen time beforehand. Um, and after seeing this, like I definitely, a, it made me appreciate Elizabeth Olsen's acting more, you know, obviously with all the performance changes and everything, but, um, you know, she's intended to be one of the next pillars of the MCU here going forward. And I, I would think that after watching WandaVision, like I'm comfortable with that. And like, I'm like excited to see more of her. Like we know she's coming Doctor Strange too. Like I'm excited to see that with her in it. So I guess I, my, my next question would be here just, um, and not more of a question more, I'm going to say something and I'll have you react to it, but, uh, I actually like I, I really liked the the structure that they were able to bring with the TV shows. Um, I almost think this is like a better way to watch the side characters in the MCU, like mm-hmm. give them because the movies, obviously, like you're going to be able to figure out what's going on with Iron Man or Spider-Man like those guys. You you well, only I need guess, a few hours. You're not going to really know what's going on with Iron Man anymore. Well, right. But uh, <laughs> like the the main characters, like the these main guys that they have, I think uh two three hours in a movie is enough to really like get to know them and like kind of get a feel for where they're at um i almost uh, like i feel like the the tv shows might be better for the the side characters just because we can get more because we spend more time with them than we would actually the the other heroes and Mm -hmm. it gives us more time to understand their motivations and just get a feel for who they are as characters in a way that isn't really possible in the movies am i off base there or like would I, tv be the way to go moving forward for these guys i i would definitely agree with what you're saying here um uh people you know like spider-man or captain america and now iron man and a few of the other ones there those are like the household that everybody knows spider-man you know what i mean they they didn't even have to do his origin story for everybody to know what was going on with him in this uh reboot but characters like Vision or Wanda or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, these are characters that need more time to shine. Not not to shine, but more time to like fully understand these characters. And um, because, you know, people who understand them from reading the comics have understand because they've been reading comics for 10 years or longer. But most people haven't, right? Exactly, but most people haven't. So by having these shows formatted, you know, as a TV show, and gives them that same like long-term getting to know the characters instead of sit down for two hours and then it's over yeah i would i would even say like i think 
especially now, like at the point in MCU where we are, where, you know, how, how long ago did Iron Man come out? It's been like a decade or something, right? Right. It's been a long time. And I feel like just uh, like Joe said, Captain America, Iron Man, people know those people, but even without like them being household names, part of the reason they are household names is because they've had like three, four movies over the past decade. And they've been like the, the foundation for what the MCU is built on. So having these characters like Wanda and Vision, I mean, they've been around for a little while, but having them kind of added on later on, they have to like play catch up almost with uh, like their stories and, and how well we know them. So I think the show is definitely a better move. And I would say even with like new, new characters like um, Captain Marvel, I feel like if she had maybe a show instead of a, instead of the movie, like more people would have cared if she had more of a long form kind of like introduction that would give us almost as much content as three or four movies over a decade, you know? It, right. it I, I was thinking, the um, makes yeah, I'm, I'm going to interject here a little bit. Sorry. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, Iron Man ended up being in like what it was maybe, 10 movies, maybe that, that feels a lot, yeah. like a lot, but it was like a somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And what, so Scarlet Witch would have been in Avengers two, infinity war Civil Endgame, war. and Civil war. So that's, yep. that's roughly, uh, what would that be? Eight hours, maybe nine. Cause the end game. Yeah. But she also, you know, wasn't like the main focus of right. any of those. Well, right. So she was she in nine it. hours. She was in nine hours a movie and wasn't the main character. And then her own show was about six hours just on its own. Yeah. But right she's there. Main I yeah. Mean, so if it, you take out like half of that for credits. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> either way. I mean, so it's, it really, it, it just yeah. gives you this whole new library of stories with her that uh, you get to view right. her through her own lens. Um, I think it really... And, and again, it, it, it creates not just like more backstory and all that, but it creates attachment. There's a reason like everyone was so like broken up when, you know, at the end of Endgame, Iron Man dies because he's been like, people know him, you know, they've obviously they've been like growing up with him, but they had so much time with him to like get to know him and see him develop over those years. Then when he dies, it really hits hard. Like if, if someone else died, like, you know, a newer character, no one would have really cared. You know what I mean? Or it would have had much less impact. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Definitely. I initially, when they were revealing all their, their TV slate and everything for the next, uh, what was it? Four or five years, maybe. I was just, I was kind of like, I wasn't annoyed, but I was like, Oh, this feels like too much. Like we're going to get a She-Hulk series and like, we're going to get a roadie series. It just like it felt like it was way too much. But now that I've seen WandaVision, I think I can kind of see what they're getting at in terms of a like we're always going to be thinking about the MCU like at all times now. Uh, And B, it'll just it'll give us more time with these characters that we can't ever really fully appreciate because they're constantly spending time being overshadowed by other characters. So if anything, it's, it's made me even if I didn't love how they handled some of WandaVision, I think it's just, it's made me more excited for a post Iron Man, post Captain America MCU than I would have anticipated. I, I definitely, I I agree with what you're saying here and them with them going with the TV show route, it really makes me think that they're going to start doing 
a lot less uh like world shattering events and do a lot more like character driven stories here because mm-hmm. like um after after seeing Endgame and how big it was it was great you know what i mean but it's like it's not very fun if every you know every movie that comes out is uh always at to that scale like um i think i i enjoyed spider-man homecoming but i was just a little like disinterested with how big they wanted to make the it feel like an avengers level threat you know I was more interested in the one-on-one scenes between Peter and uh, Mysterio. And so seeing that... Are, with, are you talking about Far From Home? Did I say Homecoming? Oh, yeah. That's, sorry. My wife's got crossed a little bit there, too. No, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I, meant, I meant Far From Home, but yeah. And so... Uh, so And from what I've seen from Falcon and the Wonder Soldier, this seems like it's going to be more of like a you know, nice, nicely uh, knit story just between them. And so it's not feel like it's all over the place. Yeah. Um, and okay. I think that one division, one division was like a good start to getting us ready for that. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, where do I want to go next with this? Um, was there anything in particular about like the beginning few episodes that jumped out to you? Cause like, definitely like you guys both made it sound like, you were much more interested by the beginning than I was. Uh, oh. I I grew up watching shows like I Love Lucy or uh, Hogan's Heroes. Um, shows uh, Leave It to Beaver and uh, Leave It to Beaver. I know, uh, or Bewitched or something like that. Yeah. Like I, I watched a lot of these old shows because that's that's all I had to watch when I was a kid. So it was they shot it so ex- they shot it exactly how they would have shot it back. I mean, like, of course they would, they, why would they not do that? But um, like the writing, like the way that the characters talk, the jokes all felt exactly like that. And so uh, at least for me, it was fun to see those like, um, uh, you know, give the credit to those old TV shows and stuff. And I think because they were doing that, it made me want to know even more why this was happening. Why, why was she doing this? And then, the payoff later with uh uh with her backstory with her family back in sokovia sokovia yep yeah uh so it was a nice payoff yeah it definitely you know i didn't um oh god i just totally never mind i'm back um uh i didn't watch you know a ton of older sitcoms or anything so like it was definitely um like it wasn't you know, the, the sense of humor was different back in the day. And I, I don't think it was uh, necessarily like something I'm used to. So I right. think it was just something that I was just kind of like, oh, you know, like not for me, not something I'm really, I've really, uh, I'm accustomed to watching or anything. So I think it just, it probably took me a few episodes to get into like, as they did more, slightly more modern stuff that like, I guess I, I'd seen or like was more familiar with than I was able to kind of ease into it more. Yeah, I was, I was, they, the writers did a great job of capturing each, uh, each TV shows, uh, like feel, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, oh, the, my, the Malcolm in the Middle episode. I love Malcolm in the Middle. So it was so fun to see that. Um, and it was, that's, I think that was probably my favorite episode 
because that was the one that uh, Quicksilver was like pro- mostly featured in, which was fun. And then that's that. I think that's when that was like the tipping point of uh, like this the series starting to become the more mainstream Marvel, which I think it needed to move into for it to finish up. But I I was I was happy with that. All right, yeah. So thank thank you for bringing up Quick Quicksilver. So I want to uh, pivot to my next part here, uh, Alex. I, I you definitely like I you seem to be the least interested in like comics or like a, just the larger like all those types of movies compared to me and Joe. So I guess I'm just curious. Had you seen any of the uh, X Men movies that had come out before this? Yeah, uh, I think I saw. all of them i think there might have been one i didn't see but i saw pretty much all the x-men movies and like a couple you know like maybe eighth grade to ninth grade i had a big comic phase where i uh i didn't read the comics but i pretty much went through wikipedia and was clicking on you know links and links and reading all the stories from all the all the characters so i knew a lot of stuff about quicksilver and of course i from the movies, I really liked that version of Quicksilver. Obviously, better than the than the one from Age of Ultron or whichever one it was that was on screen for you know twenty minutes and then got shot and died. So I thought it was I, really sorry. Cool I, I'm looking at your thing. I only see. just realized that your background is my uh, senior photo. So that thanks oh. for uh, thanks for doing <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, no, I I really liked that. It was it was cool to see it and. I, I think I had a little bit of a different experience because I I watched WandaVision um, all at once after it all came out. And based off of like what people are talking about, I thought it was going to be like um, more more like trans-dimensional stuff with uh, Doctor Strange kind of thing. So I had thought like uh, that Quicksilver coming in like an alternate universe Quicksilver might have been a possibility so when he actually came i i was super hyped but obviously it was a different um you know reason but i i was still very excited for him to, to show up yeah so i actually and joe i i'm curious as to whether you'll agree with me or not but initially i i was very very excited when they they showed him i actually when we first saw him it didn't register to me like the significance of what was going on because I was just like, oh, that's Quicksilver. And like, I forgot that it was the wrong Quicksilver. And it took me like five minutes after the episode ended. Like I was sitting there I'm like, oh, and then it hit me like a truck. But the more things went on and it became clear that as much as we know that uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be involved in the multiverse type stuff uh, in the coming future and everything, we and we know that's coming and that... Um, perhaps we will see an alternate Quicksilver sometime. I actually thought that they, them using Evan Peters as Quicksilver when there was no intention of making him multiverse related. I actually, I didn't like that. Um, yeah. I, I just felt, I felt like you do that. And Marvel knows what they're doing when they do that. But I, I almost feel like at times like that, you know, the, the fandom is so large, you're going to get people making theories and anticipating. And I think you, you build it up to such a level that then you reach the point where the payoff doesn't happen. And, and as a Game of Thrones fan, trust, I can I can relate to this. I, 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 I kind of falls say, apart a little bit. I have to say, I have you're to good, say, sorry, I, I thought I was muted. Um, I, I don't think that the Quicksilver reveal would have been taken as, uh, sorry, wouldn't have gone 
I think it would have gone over better if they had done like the Netflix thing and released all of the episodes at once because people spent weeks and weeks theorizing about what's going on with Quicksilver. But if they didn't, because they had built up their expectations and um, but but since uh, but if they had released it, all the episodes at once, they would have seen it. They would have freaked out. They would have been thinking about it, but they would have finished all the episodes within three days. So their time to think about what the possibilities are wouldn't have been, you know, that wouldn't have been long enough for them to come up with some of the crazy theories that we did have. I um, Yeah, I, I'm going to give you two points. One, I think you have a point, but I think I'm still going to disagree with you a little bit just because, um, I don't know. I mean, just like Evan Peters, regardless of whether or not like story-wise he was there, like he was, he was there and like the yeah. people are always going to latch onto that a little bit. Um, but second, I, um, this show did make me appreciate. I like the the weekly model of releases. Oh, I, I, like, I do as too. It it really made more of an impact than uh than than it would have if it was came out weekly. Yeah, I'm gonna just as a quick example. Like my my favorite TV show of all time is uh, Dark. I've talked about it on the podcast multiple times. Nobody's ever watched it. Whatever, it's fine. Uh, the last season was really really dense and involved a lot of like heavy metaphysical uh concepts that like are very difficult to process in one hour let alone eight and oh. they dropped the entire last season at once and i feel like the show would have had a better opportunity to gain like a, a bigger following and perhaps not confuse people as much if they gave each episode a week to breathe and let people like think over what mm -hmm. they saw and obviously wandavision is not doing any uh deep uh physics or anything but I, I liked that um, you had a week to kind of sit through everything and think about, oh, like what's coming next, blah, blah, blah. Um, and obviously that sometimes you do get a little too big for your own good, which mm -hmm. I, I felt like WandaVision at times did. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that's worth getting not everything dropping at once and giving it more time to kind of sit in the public conscience and everything, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Uh, I agree. I was I was a fan of the weekly release and it, it just gave me time more time to think over what I saw. Um, yeah, so Alex, would you have, did you like seeing it the way you did or would you have preferred to see it stretched out? No, I, I would have 100% preferred to see it um, like on a weekly basis. Cause I think besides, besides it, like, I, I think the main reasons it would be better like on a weekly basis are, it, it gives you time to like, as you guys said, like kind of think over the episode and like, you know like go back on it but it also in doing that lets you like develop more of an attachment with the characters as you you know go back you keep thinking about it when you go and talk to friends you can have fun like theorizing about what's happening in the rest of the week leading up to the next episode there's a lot of like hype build up which sometimes can't be good or isn't good but i think it's it's just much more of a fun experience if it's like on a week-to-week -week basis and there's so much more hype it's a lot more fun it's it and and you get more like not more time with the characters but it's stretched over such a longer period of time with many conversations about it it feels like more time with the characters almost so i would say it's definitely better to do that than as joe said or you said just to release it on netflix all at once so yeah all right Cool. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break, hear a word from our sponsors, and then we'll be right back.
and we're back. All right, so I wanted to take this, uh, I don't know if it's going to be the last half or more like the last third of the pod, whatever, but I wanted to take it and talk about um, the the ending and some of the, uh, the negative uh, aspects that may have come with it, uh, because it, it's definitely, I, I think it was a little controversial given that the director of the series had to come out with a statement uh, before the finale saying that you're all going to be disappointed by this ending. Um, so I figured we could talk about some of that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. Alex wanted to go first. So we'll, we'll give Alex the floor here on some of his problems. Okay. So um, let me, let me check my notes here quick. I have a couple of things on right here. Page five, subsection C. Nice. So here on my notes, <laughs> one of my major problems, not, not a major problem, but one of the annoying things was I, I didn't watch, uh, like I checked for F credited scenes in the first couple of episodes, didn't see any. So then I think there were in episode seven and eight, there were F credited scenes, something like that. And I didn't see them. So when, uh, and again, this spoilers for like late episodes, um, when, when the white vision comes in, I had no idea where this guy came from. I was oh, so yeah. confused yep. and, uh, like it, it really felt like it just came from nowhere. I'm just, who, who is this guy? So to me, at least, cause I didn't see, you know, when I looked him up afterwards and even looked them up, there was almost no buildup. It was just kind of like hinting at it. It just felt like it came out of nowhere and I just didn't really care about this guy. And it, it felt very weird to see him. And, and that just kind of goes along. Like the last couple of episodes felt very, like crammed and um, maybe not crammed, but they just felt like they went very fast. Like a lot of this stuff to me, at least again, as I said earlier, felt like it came from nowhere. Like with, with Agnes, I felt like I was just like, we're, you know, how, how is this here all of a sudden? There's no, I don't know, hinting at it really. So it just felt like some of the things kind of just came from nowhere. And then, like the entire show before that is just kind of like chill. It's just, you know, what's going on with Wanda, um, the TV show. And then all of a sudden within the last like episode or two, just mainly within the last episode, all of a sudden where we have this super powerful witch and then an alternate version of vision and they're duking it out and destroying like everything. So it just was a very large, like tonal shift in the, in the show. And it felt very like abrupt. That was, I think, my major problem with the show. There was like no lead up to it or, or anything like that. I at least that's how I felt. I don't know if you guys felt similarly. Yeah, I I, I agreed with you on some of it. Uh, other parts of it I disagreed with, and I'll uh, mm-hmm. I'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah, I, I think you you made a lot of good points there. Okay. Um, I think at this point I I do need to head out, but I appreciate you having me on the podcast. I'm a, yeah. It was fun. It's cool. Alex, you're always welcome to come on the pod. Thank you for gracing okay. us with your presence. I appreciate it. I'll see you guys. See you, man. Have a good night. Man, he didn't give me a smooch. It's kind of ridiculous. Sorry, I'll make sure you get one. <laughs> Thanks. Okay. Um, I, I will say, because I do think he did make a couple good points, but I kind of disagreed with him. Actually, I definitely disagreed with him on the Agnes point that he made. Uh, her coming out of nowhere. Yeah. So, but I do think that's indicative of if he watched it all, all at once, like he did, he's got so much he's focusing on. Mm-hmm. He's probably not able to notice everything that Agnes does. That's kind of out there. Like I, I remember thinking right around the second or third episode, like I, I watched her and I was like, Oh, she's totally like, she's suspicious. There's something not right with her. 
But I think that was because I had two to three weeks to like look at like everything that she did and then notice things that would have been hard to notice just watching it one time. Yeah, definitely the 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 Brady Bunch episode and and the uh let's see I forget what what was it? Uh on a very sp- the Sparky Death the Sparky Death one. That was the full house episode. That those were the ones where it was like, okay, she's she's special you know what i mean there's something different about her than the rest of the residents um if you want to go into your uh your dislikes about the show i'd like to hear that yeah so i mean i really this is this one's quick because i don't don't think you'll really disagree all that much but i really like they did not do a very good job doing any of the non-hex stuff like the whole plot with like sword and like the Hayward who, by the way, by the end of the show, I was kind of like, I agreed with Hayward on like a lot of his points, but like, I don't know. It just wasn't really well done. Like the, I, I thought the um, Asian Jim and uh, Darcy are fine. Like they did, they did, you know, they did a good job. They're likable characters, but I, it just never really felt like particularly tense or anything for me. It just felt yeah. flat for me. I, well, I, I like, I love Jimmy Woo. Sorry, Randall Park. I probably he's probably moved on. He's evolved past Asian Jim at this point. I I publicly apologize to Randall Park. (laughs) Uh, Hashtag cancels the S three podcast. Um, no, but uh, I I, my first time. Oh my god, (laughs) Uh, I I loved I liked Jimmy Woo a lot. It was fun to see his stuff, but I really, I not that I would have liked the show more, but I think the show could have stood without the um without swords interference i think i i think it was necessary in the fact that like oh how did she get vision's body did she ever get vision's body that was important but i think i would have really liked the final battle to be between vision and wanda like the vision that she created Mm -hmm. and her and you know and them, you know, of course, duking it out. It's a superhero TV show. But uh, them, like, Wanda reconciling it and, like, without any outside forces and have, like, I, I, uh, I read a book about how to write, like, like, about, like, writing movies and stuff. And when you have one protagonist, you have the antagonist be the antagonist. But when you have two protagonists one of them is the protagonist and the other one is actually the antagonist so i would have liked to see vision kind of even though that he was there i don't know that's just me that's speculating but well you know as a guy who took one film and television class last year you know that makes sense to me but yeah yeah like you know (laughs) like a classic like the the body cop movie they're always at odds with each other right right yeah, and, so, and they were getting into that, which I really liked. The vision trying to figure out what was going on in Westview. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so you kind of touched on it. I, I'm going to shift into our last little segment here. I, I'm going to give I you. Just, I can I? I'm sorry. I just I just want to say the one thing that I didn't like was the last fight was between was it was the classic Marvel ending. It was two characters with the same superpowers duking it out, and you may say, well. It was different this time. Well, yeah, it was different this time because it was two characters. It was four characters, and two of them had the same superpowers, and they were fighting each other. And then the other two were the exact same person. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. They had the same superpowers, and it was just like, 
I I just want to see something new. I would have I would have really liked if they resolved the uh you know the whole show in a a more creative way than like I think they did their they were really trying with the ship of Theseus. Uh um I might have said it wrong, but the ship that Vision yeah, it's a Theseus actually. Oh oh so, my goodness. you know no big deal. Yeah. Well, kind of a big deal, but and um and like I think I think that was a good step towards not always having it to be a duke out brawl, which I love to see. But I I've seen that for twenty three movies and now a TV show. Yeah. So first of all, Joe, don't don't ever apologize for interrupting me. Your your input okay. is always greatly appreciated on this podcast. Uh, but to to get to what you were saying, I definitely like I don't mind a big superhero fight at the end of a superhero show or a movie like that comes with the territory. It's part of the spectacle. Like I like watching superhero movies because the visual stuff that they can give you is supposed to be nuts. Mm -hmm. But I think the problem is I don't know if these two characters like lend themselves very well to that type of thing in general. Um, And I just didn't think it was very well done. Like the, the CG on like all the vision stuff was, I did not really care for, um, and then all we got essentially with Agnes and Scarlet Witch was just like shooting lights at each other that did nothing other than like make symbols. Yeah. It's not like Dr. Strange like was able to kind of do that, but they did it in really interesting ways. And then you have like him fighting Thanos in infinity war and he's making all these different spells that do all the, like make the butterflies or like make a black hole, stuff like that. Like they, they found an interesting way to portray that. And they just, they didn't do that here. I, I definitely understand why Wanda didn't do that. She just doesn't know. But Agnes could have been like that stepping stone to show what Wanda could have been if and what she will be if she trains with Doctor Strange and so on. But. Yeah. I, um. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna give you a few other because pro- I really like the more I thought about it, I just the more I disliked about the ending, just because. So we already talked about that whole thing. Uh, Quicksilver is just gone. No mention, obviously, because that, but that wasn't really the finale. That was more of the whole season kind of throwing that out. And Ralph then Boner. I was, I was so happy with that. I, I have to give them props. They went, they went the whole season. They did that whole thing just for a boner joke. Like I can't like, oh my I thought the Mandarin was, I actually thought the Mandarin and Iron Man three was hilarious. I really like what they did here there, mm-hmm. but here is, I don't know. It just didn't work for me, but so I didn't like that. Um, I will say the one thing I did like was the new costume that they gave Wanda. Oh, it, because... it Wanda's costume in the comics is very hard to translate to live action. Just like uh, Captain America's, like the pirate boots that have the, uh, like the stuff coming over the side. Like they decided to cut that because that would look goofy. Right. I thought there was no chance they could make that look good. And then they made it look pretty good. I thought the crown doesn't look ridiculous and that, yeah, it works. So I was glad that they did that because that actually looks much better again than I would have ever expected them to make it. But uh, what ending... are your, real quick, about if we're talking about costumes, what are your thoughts on uh, Wanda's Halloween costume? I thought that was fun just because it's a nice little yeah. nod. Yeah, um, okay. I liked Visions too because it was yeah. very colorful. Oh, Visions was great. Um, so, but yeah, I just didn't like the... They, had, they tied everything up just way, way too nicely. Like you have... Wanda, who goes and A, turns Agnes just into this person and traps her in a normal life. And it's like, well, wait, who gave you the authority to do that? Like, whatever. That that was annoying. 
And then she gets to just walk off scot-free and it's like, oh, well, Vision and her kids died. And it's like, no, dude, she like imprisoned thousands of people in this little town to just do whatever she wanted. And Sword just let her walk for, I don't know. I don't know, man. It was just like. Yeah, there, I think there, it could have been some, like, this was like a Civil War level, like, you know, like, this is the reason why. Iron Man wanted this stuff to happen. Like, I'll be honest, I was on Cap's side, but then after seeing something like this, it's like, well, I see where Iron Man was coming from about this. Absolutely. Um, but I, especially, I, I think, and I think the only thing that they didn't leave, like, that they didn't touch on was in episode eight with on Wanda's backstory when she, like, does the Mind Stone thing. She sees, like, a the yellow flash and like there's a figure there and it's definitely like a scarlet witch wanda with the little m crown they did not touch on that at all after 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 that episode they didn't like mention i mean like they mentioned oh you got infinity stone buffed but they didn't (laughs) say who she saw if that was her if that was another witch i mean it had to be her but like that's, I think that's the only thing that's actually bugging me right now. Yeah, I, I think they just, I, I don't know. I think they, they just tried to wrap everything up a little too succinctly. Um, mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, we know that she'll be there in the future, and uh, hopefully they'll be able to remedy some of that. Like, at, at the end of the day, like, I liked the the struggle that she had with losing all of the things that she had just created. Like, I, I thought that was good. I thought they portrayed that well. But... The problem is that just that does not adequately make up for everything else she did. But you know, yeah. what I guess it's a superhero Sarah. I'm thinking about it too much. But yeah, yeah. so I, I feel like I've spent like the last 20 minutes like talking about all the stuff that I didn't like. But I guess just uh, it just overall, right now that we're at the end here, like I I did I quite like the show. Like it was it was far different than anything the MCU has given us for most of the show at least. Um, and I think it was nice to just give us some time with these two characters that didn't have us on a screen time and let us actually connect with them in ways that we weren't ever really going to be able to otherwise. Like yeah. it gives us a reason to want to watch Dr. Strange too. It, it, I, 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 in my head, I was like, Oh, I'm, you know, after end game and well, after Spider-Man, I was like, probably going to be like, not care about the MCU that much because like, you know, they're not going to be going anywhere for at least five years, but um, I'll be dead by then. Yeah. That's, that's like forever. <laughs> but after seeing uh, WandaVision and knowing that she's going to be a bigger part of DMC moving forward, I am excited. And, and not just, and not just Wanda, but also how uh, that they are trying to do something new. Then I am happy to see what they're going to be doing because I was getting a little burnt out on like the Marvel cookie cutter movies coming out every two years, every year. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, yeah, I think this is a nice palate cleanser. I do think Falcon winter soldier will be a little more like the conventional Marvel thing, just because those two characters obviously like lend themselves more to that than Scarlet witch. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, those characters also, lend themselves to doing more fun versions of that. Like I would imagine they'll be able to do with their set pieces and everything. They'll just be able to do things in ways that vision and Scarlet, Witch just cannot do like your conventional 
superhero action scenes and stuff. Yeah, like uh, like I am very excited to see like uh, Bucky's like I he'll he'll have great action scenes um, for sure, which is something that I was missing on with Wonder Vision. All right. Well, Joe, I think we hit just about everything here. Um, I, I think so. Yeah, I guess we it's time to uh, wrap it up. So as always, guys, DSQ Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, anywhere else you can get your podcast. Uh, leave a like, give us a review, share it with your friends, anything. Always appreciate it. So thanks for listening, guys. I will be back at some point next week, maybe with Joe DeSena on. Uh, perhaps some uh, Snyder Cut shenanigans need to be discussed. Oh, oh boy. Uh, we'll see. Uh, I definitely, uh, NFL free agency starts tomorrow. I will definitely have Danny Melvin on probably next week and we'll kind of give like a big recap of everything that happened. So got a lot of stuff coming out in the next few weeks and we'll see you guys then.